0: I
1: have the top town, Christian Casanova.
0: What's up, Eric?
1: What's up, man? What's up? Let's let's start this awesome interview. Let's start with uh, what made you want to become a pro wrestler?
0: Um, okay. Uh, I always been a pro a pro wrestling fan when I was a kid. Um, I just remember seeing it on TV and and really just getting hooked by just how cool these guys were. <laughs> like I remember like. You know, I wasn't really I like superheroes and stuff like that. But like these guys were just cool, like their personalities, um, you know, and they were just just the way that they looked. And at that time, like early 2000s, wrestling was hot, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And, you know, it was just the hottest thing going. So I just remember looking at those guys like, dang, I want to be those guys when I grow up. And, and yeah, that was my goal, and that's what I'm trying to do still.
1: <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about, especially with you talking about yeah. that that being your goal. So tell me a few wrestlers that really stood out to you, the ones that you would really think, you know, that you watched them on TV and wanted to pursue it.
0: Uh, yeah, um, I always when people ask me that question, I always go back to the uh, SmackDown roster of, like, 2 3 4 that whole uh, Ruthless Aggression era. Um, so I got to say, like, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Rey Mysterio, um, The Undertaker, and then, like, guys like uh, RVD, Shawn Michaels, um, Kane. I loved Kane. Um, Booker T. But when people ask me this question, I always just go off, like, I can never just name one or two. But, you know, all those guys really just influenced me. and, And those are guys that I looked up to when I was a kid.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And I completely understand, you know, where you're going from when you talk about SmackDown. I completely get it. That it was hot. The show itself gave good product. So right. tell me more about your background. Tell me more about your like childhood. Like like what how was life for you, you know, as you're wanting to become a pro wrestler?
0: Yeah, so I've always been athletic. Um, I've always been in sports. I remember I was doing um I was doing football, I was doing baseball, and then I used to wrestle in my backyard. And funny story about that was uh down the street, one of the um High school wrestling coach. He was a high school wrestling coach, and he saw us doing it. He's like, "What are you guys doing, man? Like, you guys are gonna get hurt?" He's like, "How about like you guys come?" And it, we were young. We were like eight years old, eight, nine, eight, nine, and ten. Um, he's like, "How about you guys come to a practice and we'll teach you how to do it the right way so you guys don't get hurt?" And and we thought it was going to be WWE. <laughs> um, so he brought us to to wrestling um, like practices on the mat like high school wrestling and um so i started high school wrestling not high school i started amateur wrestling when i was eight mm-hmm. um and then we started doing tournaments we actually were um where i grew up we were the only i mean we were the youngest at that time so he he put us in uh, amateur wrestling i was eight years old i did that uh one two three four i did that for four years i, I once i got to high school uh ninth grade i was playing football and then i was gonna do wrestling and i remember my grades i was like kind of slacking off a little bit my grades would not allow me to do it i remember him being so disappointed but i'd always been in sports baseball was my favorite sport um then it was wrestling and it was football
1: that's awesome where'd you grow up where
0: yeah so i grew up about 40 minutes from boston in a town it's called framingham it's a city now but um it's called framingham and it's in massachusetts
1: All right, so tell me about your first ever wrestling match. Tell me where you found the school that that took you in, trained you. How did it all happen?
0: Um, So the school that trained me, the the story behind me actually starting wrestling is is kind of funny because um, when I was in high school, I'd fallen out of love with pro wrestling. I really wasn't into it as much as I used to when I was a kid. Because it wasn't cool, you know, when you're in high school, you know, people don't look at it. Like oh pro wrestling like oh you watch that so like I had fallen out of love with it and it wasn't it was like kind of a down period in pro wrestling like 2008 uh, uh, 9 10 like though that yeah. you know those couple of years um, so I got out of high school and I remember one of my buddies was like hey like they got a, a one day fantasy camp uh, going on. For pro wrestling we should try it and i was like dude hell yeah um we went and we did it and i remember i never stopped like i just kept going so i did the fantasy camp and i just and still to this day i never stopped at the New England pro wrestling academy so i gotta give them props um merce uh sasha banks came out of that school kofi had trained there for a little while uh tomaso had trained there for a little while um ivar die so many guys so many like so many guys
1: I mean, the alumni list is crazy. So tell me about your first match. Tell me about, you know, you messing yeah. up the boots for the first time with a live audience.
0: Right. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> um, it, was in, it was in New Hampshire. It was in Littleton, New Hampshire. It was against a guy who I'd come up with. His name was Mikey Webb. Um, they had me as a heel, and I had never worked as a heel or really even as a babyface, um, but definitely not as a heel. And I was definitely not believable as a heel. I was 19, so skinny, um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess it was okay. I watched the match back a couple of years ago. It wasn't terrible. Um, not something that I would ever show anybody, um, but I tried, and man, it was, you know, a passable match. But I do remember like that feeling of, oh my god, I had my first match. Like I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: No, yeah, that feeling, that feeling must be amazing. But you know it's yeah. amazing how you talk about you know you're not being good as a heel when that's you know where we see an in independent scene. We see you sometimes rocking you know the heel aspect and you're doing such a great job at it, which is amazing. Uh-huh. So that's great to hear that you know at first it wasn't the best transition. So right. you know it's amazing because your name has been coming out a lot during the pandemic, even before the pandemic with you know just independent wrestling. How has that been for you? The fact that you made the PWI, you know, it's, tell tell me all that
0: uh yeah no i mean dude like that was crazy i remember when i got um right before everything kind of closed down they gave me uh the one to watch um so i had my own little paper uh my own little page in the magazine and i remember being a kid dude i remember being a little kid and going to the Barnes and noble just to read that magazine um it's just so crazy and i remember looking at the names and like learning about guys that i had never even heard about um You know, like even like AJ Styles, like I knew AJ Styles was for a long time Mm -hmm. as a kid, Um, just seeing his name pop up all the time on that magazine. So that was that was surreal to me. Um, But yeah, no, I'm just so grateful that everything kind of popped off the way it did. and, And I got, you know, the recognition right before everything happened with COVID because like, man, that climb trying to get back. Trying to get that exposure back it has been difficult for a lot of people. And luckily I just, you know, hit the hit the mark right before um, where I could pick back up where I left off almost. So I'm just extremely grateful.
1: No, yeah, you've been, like I said, during the pandemic, your name has been coming out there a lot. And you know, a lot of wrestlers are getting pushed or signed to so many places, you know, who knows? Who knows when the next check is coming out, you know? It's it's always like, you never know when your last <laughs> independent show is until until it happens. Which is amazing. Yeah, so tell me true. a few places that you currently would like to join. Like tell me just some companies that you feel like would use your talent the right way or the way you want it to be used.
0: Um, so right before COVID, I was actually talking with Ring of Honor. Um, they actually I had a date with them in April in New York. I was uh, getting set to debut. I had done something with them prior. Um, so I mean, that ended up not going through because of COVID, you know what I mean? Like nothing else. And then now they have such a strict schedule with, um, trying to get the guys that they already have on their roster exposed to, you know, doing what they're doing in their storyline. So, um, I mean, right now I'm, I'm keeping my options open. Um, I love what AEW is doing. I also love what NHC is doing. So like, I can't, you know, really pick one over the other at the moment. Um, and then, you know, like uh, an MLW, I think what they're doing is great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had been in talks with them prior to um, to everything that happened with COVID, but, you know, that really didn't seem like something that at the time that was going to happen. So, I mean, who knows? It still might. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at the top two, uh, AEW and NXT, just because, you know, prior to COVID, I had wanted to get my feet wet first, but... Now I just like decided that like I'm gonna go to the top or, or nothing at all.
1: Awesome. All right. You know, I kinda thought you'd be perfect for Impact. I've been watching Impact a lot and they've been, you know, mainstreaming and everything they've had going on yeah. right now. I thought you'd be cool. No, yeah, they're
0: awesome. cool too. Definitely. And I have a lot of friends over there too.
1: Awesome. All right. So tell me a few matches. Speaking of friends, tell me a few matches that you've had that you think everyone should definitely check out. Obviously not your first match, but just you know, any match that you think was an amazing storyline, amazing rivalry. I liked the match with Casey, the mixed tag match.
0: Yeah, yeah, wait, Tasha. Mhm. we going. Um, I always point people, especially lately I've been pointing people to my most recent stuff. Um, I had great matches with Myron Reed uh, in Limitless. I had a great match with John Silver in Beyond. Uh, I had a really fun match with Richard Holiday at Northeast Wrestling and at Beyond. Um, but man they've been dropping a lot of matches beyond wrestling has been dropping a lot of matches so all of those matches you can check me out um, I, I enjoyed all of those matches and then same with limitless like I had a bunch of bangers with limitless um, yeah so I point people over just go to YouTube and just type in my name and watch anything recent
1: <laughs> awesome all right so me, if few names you haven't gone into the ring what then you definitely want to yeah,
0: want to um, Alex Shelley's one of them. He's at the top. Uh, Leo Rush is at the top of the list. Um, Lee Moriarty's at the top of the list. Uh, AJ Gray, um, Brian Pillman's up there. I've never worked with him. Uh, right, let's, let's uh, I always blank when people <laughs> ask me just because I got. Well, I yeah, like it's it's
1: a, it's a hard question. You know, you don't want to pick and choose. But all right, let's go with this list that you mentioned so far. I was shocked because I interviewed Alex Shelley, and that was the first guy on your list. Tell me why Alex Shelley, why does that stand out to you? I haven't heard a lot of people go, Alex Shelley's the guy I definitely want to get in the ring with. But I'd like to know why you feel that way.
0: Yeah, no, I just think that he's an incredible talent. I I mean, I had seen him live for the first time um, when I was out at Black Label Pro in uh, Indiana a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, and I was just so impressed. Not only that, but he's, you know, he is, he does have a high name value. Like he's not, it's not like a, you know, indie guy, like he's been around for a long time. And personally, the reason why I put him at the top is because I feel like I can learn a lot from somebody like that. Um, and I feel like he's the type of guy that can push me to my limits. Um, and, you know, I'll come out of that match being better, really, you know, not, not for clout or anything like that. Really just personally, just because I think he can push me to a limit that I haven't been before.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, yeah, and, and he has had that name where he has been a teacher. He trained a lot of, you know, independent right. guys and that's what he's passionate about currently. So it's it's always awesome to hear, you know, that you would want to face him, knowing that, you know, his background and his history in tag team wrestling and singles competition. Yeah. So another place that we have not mentioned and I wanted to is New Japan Pro wrestling. What oh, would it Luke take? Japan, right, right. Would, would, would you fly? Would you move to Japan if they offered you a contract? That's something I always need to ask people because when I go, would Joseph and you in Japan, they'd be like, yeah. But knowing the actual context of flying to Japan, signing with them, would that ever be a consideration for you?
0: No, um, I definitely go and do a tour with I just, I can't really say that because I've never experienced Japan. But mm-hmm. I know that, you know, some people that I do know that have, it's either you love it or you hate it um and it's not having to do with working for new japan i hear working for new japan is amazing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um i'm talking more or less uh the culture shock of being in japan um i mean i'd love to go i mean shoot i'm i I, i'd be willing to to go there and and give up that part of my life you know for the time being but living there and and being there you know full-time i can't say that at the moment yes Mm -hmm. um but you know who knows like who knows how that works i know a lot of guys will go for like a month or two that's something that i'd be willing to do but i don't i couldn't see myself completely going to japan um for new japan because my my eyes are set more on american based company
1: all right and that's totally understandable that's completely understandable yeah. so I just like to, I like to get the, you know, people talking. That, that's mainly, you know, why sure. we do this. So if you did go on tour with New Japan, who are a few guys? I'm going to just go with three, so you don't have to keep, you know, listing. Give me three guys that you definitely want to get in the ring with, and then give me reasons why you definitely want to get in the ring with them.
0: Uh, Jay White, 100%. Um, Kota Ibushi, 100%. <laughs> um... Oh, no, this is tough picking the last one. Mm. There's a lot of good guys. Uh, Taiji Ishimori, I think, is great. I think him and I would have a great match um, just because he's one of those guys. Like, his style is a lot similar to mine. Mm mm-hmm. um, but it's hard to pick. I mean, I want to wrestle all the top guys <laughs> over course. there.
1: Of course. Of that's, course. Um, that's the goal.
0: Because Suzuki, you know, I'll, I'll go against him, too. I don't care. <laughs> I'll wrestle <laughs> any of the top guys over there, really.
1: That's awesome. All right. Well, I, I, I'm i going to ask you, pick Jay White, leader of Bullet Club. Why, why Jay White? Why was that the first guy?
0: Yeah. Um, I just look at the, the top of the food chain. Not saying he's necessarily at the top of the food chain, but as far as, like, uh, his style goes, he can do American style. Um, and Japanese style, which isn't too far off. I don't want to make it sound like it's some crazy different mm-hmm. style. Um, but I think that him and I would have good chemistry. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and he looks great right now. And, and he, uh, you know, he's like on top of his game. And that's the type of people that I want to be in the ring with.
1: Of course. And that's probably why I Bush Bush as well, winner of the G1. You know yeah. Big, Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So tell me, you know, since, you know, 2020 has been – more or less a difficult year for a lot of people. Tell me what match really stood out to you in 2020. One that you were like, my year wasn't that bad because I had this match. Or oh, any other like that. Yeah, your match. That's going to be your match. All right. In
0: 2020. Yeah. Okay. Oh, easy. My match with ACH. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, had, <laughs> I was thinking and then I was like, nah, that's an easy one. My match with ACH, man, I'm telling you, like... That guy is so freaking good. Um, it's just he made me feel like I need to put myself higher on, on a higher level. Like sometimes you get in the ring with guys like that and you just realize you're like, wow, like, damn, there's even another level to this shit Like that, that I didn't even know. You know, so he was just so good and, and so selfless uh, in the sense of, um, you know, I wanted to make him look great and he wanted to make me look great. And, and when you get to be in the ring with people like that, like, everyone looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying people don't want to make you look great, but some people don't know how. Yeah. Um, but when you get in the ring with people like that, you know, so selfless and, and so talented in their own right, it just elevates everyone in the match. So, ACH, that. If I, I'm so happy I got that match this year. Like, that match, I think, got me a lot of buzz coming out of um, everything with quarantine.
1: Mm-hmm awesome and you know you're such a modest guy but you know you you know it's true some guys might care about themselves in the ring and it's like you don't want you want to say that but there's a lot of people you meet in the locker room Locker rooms have changed but there there will be one or two that you'll meet that will only care about the way they wrestle and, and the way they act but you know i, I want to ask you and if you don't mind ACH, you know there's been a lot of uh things said about ach is there anything that you could tell you know people listening or fans um, something about say his something that he did or said that like is on like a uh, like a story like something you would tell others
0: um, I'd never put anybody's business out there it, you know I would be more for him to say but I, I, I you know he was just such a, he was in such a good mood you know he was just being such a cool dude to me like he didn't have to you know what I mean he told me he was excited when he found out he was getting ready to work me or when I was going to be his opponent mm-hmm. um, He's a, he's just in such a, a good headspace right now so I think that that you know that's that's probably the most that I'll, I'll say about that. Just because I mean, if he, if anybody wants to know anything about your CH, that's up to him to say. You know. Yeah, what and I, mean? I
1: didn't, I didn't want you to say uh, how he was acting. Just any advice that he gave you, you know, because you're oh, you're advice, new in the yeah, because you're new in oh, the business. Sorry, dude, he's a veteran bad. in the business. Yeah, I didn't want any like anything about him. I just wanted to know what, you know, he said to you as a veteran, you know, because you're getting into this business. He's he's pretty much a veteran okay. in this business.
0: Right, right. I mean, no, he did give me a critique, like small critique on things. You know what I mean. But the bit, I mean, at the end of the match, so like, he was just so he was so cool. He just, I remember him telling me like, respect, respect. Like, you got my respect. And that mm-hmm. was one of the things that's like being a, a you know performer um, means the most to you because you go into these matches with these guys who you don't really know. You know, I didn't I didn't know Albert um, mm-hmm. until I mean I know of him in you know high and by. But I didn't know him and coming out of that type of match. It, with somebody like that, like, you want to build their respect. You don't want them leaving that match thinking, oh, man, this kid freaking sucked. Or, like, yeah, screw this. Like, damn, I had to freaking work extra hard that night. You know what I mean? But, no, nah, after the match, he was just so humble. And, and thank you so much. Like, I respect you. Respect. So I can say that much.
1: It's also, you know, it's hard to get in the ring with you and not have a bright and shiny match. You know what I mean? Like, with the, with the atmosphere that you bring or your wrestling style, everyone's got their own styles. There's aerial, you know, there's bruiser, there's strong style. What you bring to the table is very different than what anyone else could bring to the table. You have your own charisma, which, again, is completely different to how anyone else can state. But, you know, another question I'd like to ask you is, you have wrestled for a long time so far. and You've done a lot. Tell me what one match that time stood still. A match that you yourself, this is like 2020, just a match that really told you that, hey, I shouldn't go up on this. This is where my journey starts. This this is like the big climax of how I wanna continue. I know these are all hard questions.
0: No, no, these are great questions. These are really good questions, bro. Um Alright, I could I can tell a story about and I, I don't this is gonna sound weird because it's like when, I, when Time Stood Still, like, that's what I'm thinking about. Good, when said, yeah. When Time Stood Still for me was the time that I wrestled Rey Mysterio and his music hit and I was in the ring. And that's when I remember times like, really standing still. Um, even right before that, when we were in the little tunnel and I was getting ready to go out and he was, like, putting his mask on i was like holy shit <laughs> like that i remember that's when time really stood still for me as far as like oh my god like what am i doing where am i this is crazy this is my dream and then when i was about to take the 619 and i know i sound like a fanboy <laughs> but like i don't care you know what i mean because that was my i was him as halloween when i was like eight years old on halloween you know he was one of my favorites and, and anyone who's ever been in the ringland will, will probably tell you the same thing about how Cool of an experience that it is um, so that so that's definitely a moment. That's still you know for me
1: That's awesome. All right, and tell me just one of the great one. So that was okay So I see why it was confusing. I gave you more than one question. That's what it was So time okay. still was one and tell me one moment that you just cherish There's have to be times that still it's the moment oh, where I'm your sure. career started where your wrestling career started. So that oh. point
0: oh Early yeah oh hmm. all right um that i cherished okay i got i really gotta think dude because i'm like after a while it's crazy like you like try to forget some of this well shit. yeah you're taking
1: you're taking bumps i mean let's be honest you're taking these bumps i doubt you remember when trade for breakfast a couple <laughs> days ago like it's it's not it's not an easy thing, like, there's a yeah, whole like no other yeah. conversation to, like, what was the biggest injury you've ever had, or have you ever had a concussion, you know? There's a lot of.
0: Yeah, um, okay, I, I, I don't know, man, I don't really know time that I can think of that I, I don't want to, like, skip your question. Mm-hmm. But I can't give you like a, a straight answer. Like I can't. I can't think about like a moment that I cherish. I cherish a lot of moments. Well, let's that. be honest. Maybe it hasn't even
1: happened yet. Maybe that's a yeah. lot of us are prideful. Where it's like I haven't had my moment yet. When I do, I'll know it. But so far, I haven't yeah.
0: Because I feel like if I really, truly, truly did it, would be easy to say, and mm-hmm. it is kind of difficult for me to say. So I, I don't want to you know, short any, any answer on that. So I'm just not going to answer that.
1: All right, no problem, no problem. So let's talk about a fun, a fun one, because I'm sure you've been thinking about this yourself. You talk about NXT, talk about AEW. Those are obviously the biggest ones on your mind right now, where you want to go, because you're the top town, you want to go to the top companies. So I know you've been thinking about this. What are a few guys, let's say three, that you want to face in that company? And why do you think, and, and why do you want to face them? Why, what gives your match with them anything better than anything else that they've done?
0: Yeah, Okay, dude. so it's WWE or NXT or what?
1: Well, however you want to start. We could do NXT, we could do uh, AEW, however you want to start.
0: All right, I'm just going to start with WWE. No problem. Um, one of the guys that I want to have a match with because I know it will be great is Seth Rollins. Um, I genuinely think he's like one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, I hope he gets all you know all the credit for being as good as he really is, because he is genuinely one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, Not just in the ring, but on the mic, um, character-wise, and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got to say, right off the bat, Seth Rollins, that's definitely a dream match of mine. Um, And then I got to go right behind him is Roman Reigns. Uh, Like, I mean, (laughs) come on, you really cannot deny Roman Reigns. Uh, He gets a lot of shit, you know, because... He's very similar to like a John Cena, where people feel like he's like put down your throat or forced down your throat or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, come on, dude, look at the guy. Like he looks, he looks like a million dollars, and he, his work is just so clean. Um, so I gotta say, first Seth Rollins, then Roman Reigns, um, and these are just like main roster guys. Yeah. These aren't even, you know what I mean. I'm just saying main roster guys. Um, and then third would probably be. I'm going to say Kofi. I'm just like throw, throw one out there. I think Kofi, you know, I think Kofi and I would have a great match. Um, and especially because you came from this area that just be a cool experience and um, something that, you know, would be kind of special. Uh, so those are my top three with WWE. And then I'll go over to AEW real quick. Um, I wrestled a lot of those guys in AEW. Um, so it's hard to think of somebody I haven't wrestled. But one guy, I know I would have a killer match with this Cody. I know I'd have a great match with Cody. Um, Like, i just, just so confident because his style is so adaptable, and I think my style is very adaptable that, you know, him and I could both tell a great story, Mm -hmm. and it could be very exciting. So he's at the top of my list. Another guy who's at the top of my list, and I tell people this as a joke, but I'm so serious, is Chris Jericho. Why is that a joke? Why why would that be a joke? Well, because... no, 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 right, right, right. But people will be like, oh, like for example, I'll say like oh, I want to go to AEW so I can wrestle Chris Jericho. <laughs> um, I, don't,
1: people, I don't get it. Is it just because it's right. impossible? Or is it because it's like a like a? No,
0: no, no, no. Because people think oh, that's the only reason why you want to go to AEW. Oh. Like, like that's why. Like, but no, like seriously, like I think I would have a great freaking match with Chris Jericho. Like I, I don't know why. I just think I just know I'd have a good match with him and. and Like, not even just being a fan, like, just of who he, his style and the way he works and the way I work. And I just think that Chris Jericho versus Christian Casanova would be a great match. Um, So that's that's number two. And then I'll go number three. I'll say um, that I haven't wrestled over there. Mm -hmm. I'll say Pac. I think him and all the good
1: match. All the hard ones. I I would never want to get in the ring of Pac, breaking people's arms. You you're over there. That's the guy you want to sign your sign your soul up to.
0: I'm not scared, bro. Like I, I think about it like there's been I've been in the ring with freaking everybody. Like I'm not <laughs> afraid of really anybody at this point. <laughs> I'm just
1: So for, I fun, could, for fun, so. after after you mentioned, you know, after you finish up with AEW, which I think you're about to you just, was- said, you, you just said that you're, you you haven't been afraid of people. Who have you actually? Because everyone had stage, but everyone's had that. Even even like me interviewing, I've had issues where it's like, oh my god, I'm nervous this-. So tell me who you were back in the ring with, and it was like the Stereo story, like how you were going crazy with times. But still, tell me about a couple of guys. That you, tell me just a story, just a backstage story about how you were feeling during some you know wrestling events. Um.
0: So I'll tell you my my answer when I go into matches, um, and this is one of the things that I think have been uh, so important for me moving forward and, and me not getting myself too hyped up is I've never, and I'm going to say I've never because I've never, until like I don't really look at a guy, even a name, I don't look at him like a name or like who he is at all mm-hmm. uh, going into a match because I purposely know that if I do that, I'm going to psych myself mm-hmm. out. And I'm gonna pull back, or I'm gonna like. I remember I worked John Moxley. Uh, we did a tag match. It was me and J.T. Dunver's Darby Allen and John Moxley. And I remember thinking like, Oh shit, this is, this is like this is Dean Ambrose. And I was like, Nah, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> heck, you know what I mean? Like that. Like oh shit. Like alright, relax. And then mm-hmm. like even just talking to him like a dude, and he was being freaking just cool as hell. And a lot of these guys don't come off like who who they lo- are on TV. So it's easy. So like, I, I'll tell you that, like, I do personally not look at them to the point where I get myself nervous. And I think mm-hmm. that that's helped me a lot in my career, no matter who it is. Um, even if they've been on TV or, or not, I just don't psych myself out because mm-hmm. I trust my Very skills. Tragic. You know what I mean? I trust myself. I trust my skills. Like, I know that I'm going to be OK. I'm going to be OK. Um, and as long as I do my part, then we're okay. (laughs) That's the way I look at it.
1: Awesome. All right. All right. So, well, then we're going to, we're going to avoid that one then because you just answered that you don't get psyched out. You don't get, you don't let yourself get like fanboy or whatever, which makes, makes perfectly good example. All right. So tell me about the largest card you ever worked and the smallest card you ever worked. And if you have worked the crowd, which I think you have with no audience during COVID, don't mention those. Don't mention any of those. Mention one that just You know, it could be your first ever match or anything like that.
0: Yeah, um, the largest crowd. Uh, the largest crowd I think that I worked was a uh, it was like a stadium show. And, and I believe like the Young Bucks are on it. Um, Marty Scrooge was on it. Um uh, it was just a stacked show. So, uh, Northeast Wrestling, I'm not sure. You're familiar with Northeast of course, Wrestling? Yeah. I, it
1: was, I think Cody was on that one too, right? Was Cody on that event? Yeah, Who yeah. So,
0: they, um, every summer they do stadium shows. And I mm-hmm. just those stadium shows are packed. I mean, I feel bad because I can't even name all the guys that are on those shows. But mm-hmm. that was definitely the, one of those ones. was one of the biggest ones that I've been on. Um, and then, I mean, we could go back to when I first started just doing... Um, smaller shows i remember there was a show i did and it was like seven or eight people um but that's everyone you know i mean everyone has that bad story eventually like where they you know work in front of a couple people and then and at that point i was just happy to be booked so it didn't really matter that there wasn't very many people there and yeah
1: the reason why i love to ask this question is because i like to see the expression on the face when you think about how I worked seven people then with the stadium show. Like, like Just think about how you're tra- transitioning to two different big yeah. options, which is insane.
0: Yeah, right. no, I, I, I haven't had the fortunate pleasure to work in front of, like, an arena yet. I know a lot of guys have done that with, like, doing extra work. So it's almost like I, I wouldn't even know. Um, I'm telling sucks. you,
1: you it, it'll hit. Don't worry. Because everyone's eager, but your name is out there enough that, like, it would make sure you're about to get signed. You can be the next signing, and that's the greatest feeling about it—that your name is already out. Did you? Would you? Like as a wrestler, that's your goal. But then when you actually see that your name's out there, isn't it, isn't it like breathtaking or shocking just to know that every locker room is talking about you or any company is mentioning you?
0: Um, so far, I mean, I haven't heard anything specific i know that i know like i had talked to a couple places like but the the two big ones like i haven't really heard too too much yet from Mm -hmm. it so it's like i know i hear a lot of rumblings around you know what i mean like where i am and Mm -hmm. and things like that but you know i i I don't really even it 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 definitely feels great like i don't Mm want to you know, go away from that question. It feels amazing mm-hmm. because, like, I know how hard I worked and I know how much I sacrificed, and I saw all my friends go to that next level, all of them. You know what I mean? And like, they're there now. You know, and I've wore, and I've wrestled guys coming back from <laughs> WWE, and I wrestled guys going to WWE or going to AEW. So it's like I've been that middleman for so long that it's like, hey, like, you know, I'm hungry too. Like, can when's my meal coming? Um, so, like, it, and I feel like it's come. it is coming soon. And that's, like, one of the best feelings where, I'm like, oh, like, such a relief. Like, I'm not hesitating or, or questioning, like, is it going to happen? It's not if, but when.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you brought it up, and I want to talk about it because it is a big deal. COVID did yeah. affect a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers, you know, just with dream matches right. or big moments. Ring of Honor is obviously such a big big opportunity. And and Ring of Honor is the kind of company to forget about who they want in their roster. So you should already know that 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 spot, that's there. you got to wait for time to stick. And who knows, other companies over here that that's, you know, what's going on and they want to get you. It's a really, there's a lot of strategies when it comes to, uh, wrestlers, like for example, Benjamin Carter, who I believe signed with WWE, was wrestling for AEW, and there was a rumbling that WWE knew AEW was going to sign him, so they wanted to do it, so there's a lot of companies that are overhearing everything, so the fact that Ring of Honor, you know, is putting your name out there, and who knows, we could see you in the next couple of months, you know, who knows, but you know, tell me about Ring of Honor. Tell me about some of the roster that you definitely want to get in with. Like, tell me about a few people that you want to wrestle in Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah, just real quick, going back to that, it's that's that's a great point, bro. Like everyone or nobody wants you till everybody wants you, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like almost what I can see ended up ending up happening for me, um, which is you know unfortunate because it's like you you know you want everyone to kind of send you feels around the same time. So you have options as opposed to like when you get it up, op- when you get an offer and it's like, Oh, well, Hey, well now we want you. It's like, well, what the hell? Like, where were you guys there, before?
1: There's a lot of messed up things going on. Like, you know, WWE did a really messed up thing over COVID when they released 30 guys that they had on their oh. payroll. There's, there's a lot of things right now. And right now it's one of these things where it's like you said, you, it's better versus prey. You got to go for the biggest meal. And that's what this is right now. Every company, even if they don't look like it, they're struggling. Wrestling itself is struggling right. to find what the best product is. So even to be like for example, GCW, like you said, Black Label Pro, even that alone, you're 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 eating the big meals a lot of people are in. You know, you're the name right now in the dependency. And independence scene itself is growing with the whole, you know, being the elite or the elite, how they brought up the independence and how hot topic is selling independence and merch and all that. You know, you're guys that everyone looks at. And that's the next fresh meal. It's not like how it was when Cena came along, or you know Batista or Hunter. It's very different than that now. Now they know right. where the talent's coming from and where to get. So I'm sure that when contract does come to your hand, it'll be more than one. It'll, it will definitely be more, and you'll have options.
0: Yeah, I hope so, bro. But to answer your question about Ring of Honor, um, all my boys are in Ring of Honor too. Like I have a lot of friends over there. Um, uh, Flip Gordon. He's one of my buddies. I love um, that match. I,
1: you and Flip Gordon had a great match,
0: so I like that match a lot. Oh, you saw it? Cool. Yeah, a
1: good match.
0: He's somebody I uh, wrestled before. The one person, and it's funny because, like, I actually, I train with uh, Matt Taven and Vinny Marcellia. Um, So the kingdom or whatever. So I train with those guys on um, Mondays and on Wednesdays. So those are, those are guys that I'm actually really kind of close with. Um, and I know that they, you know, a lot of people over there push for me. Um, at one point, Um, somebody had told me not to sign or to wait on signing because, you know, they were interested. Again, that was before COVID. So that was, you know, so like I had my foot in the door and then I wrestled delirious Um, and him and I, we had a great match and we got along great. So like you said, bro, like I definitely think that they are like, there is still a spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's just like, it's just a matter of like actually being able to like come up with, the money or or whatever exactly however that works or the space or however but i'm not holding my breath anymore um so like if they want to make an offer or whatever hopefully sooner than later but whatever but yeah ring of honor i think you know i'm I'm excited to see what they they come up with uh moving forward because like i said a lot of my boys are over there and i wish them nothing but the best
1: that's awesome all right and you know I'm sure we are coming out to the end. I'm sure. I'm sure we're. You know, we've done a lot. We've done a lot of talking. But you know, what is one thing that you want everyone that's listening to hear from you? Like, like, like. Let's say they didn't know who you were. Which again, I doubt. But let's say they didn't know who you were. Let's say they are living in their own bubble with the companies. What is one thing that you definitely want people to know from you? You know, you are the top town. You know, gimmicks aside. What is the one? thing that you want to just have everyone, want as they're figuring out who you are
0: um <laughs> i good hit you question. with all the hard
1: ones yeah, i know i'm sorry i i was no, told it, it, i was told not was even hard
0: thing. just making me think that's fine um <laughs> all right yeah if they don't know i mean i really honestly like my and it's funny and I, my style like the type of wrestler that i want to be is that um if nobody had ever seen wrestling before or if they're not a fan of wrestling like when they watch me i want them i really watch wrestling but like that that guy's pretty good oh did my headphones just go on hold on one sec bro oh, yeah. like uh, i don't watch wrestling but like that guy's actually pretty good like this guy makes me kind of want to watch wrestling a little bit like he's he's cool like i look up to him because i remember when i was a kid that was the same kind of feeling that i had um i did like wrestling uh luckily but like there was guys that almost transcend wrestling in a way, like, you know, like, he's not just wrestling cool, but like, he's he's actually cool cool, you know what I mean? And I wanna be able to like genuinely inspire, you know, people who aren't wrestling fans that, that watch, you know, that tune in to the product and say like, wow, like I'll buy that guy's merch, like I'll, I'll, I'll support that guy, even though I don't know anything about wrestling or, or that guy looks good like that guy looks like he works hard that guy looks like he cares um you know i don't want people to watch my work and think like oh that like all oh, wrestling is big you know what i mean that's another big thing of mine it's like i want people to believe what i'm doing i'm um, mm-hmm. not killing guys but i want it to look exciting enough to where people are like wow like that that's actually pretty impressive um and that's entertaining so i think that's probably the biggest Takeaway that that I want people to have or to feel, um, especially if they didn't know me or if they were watching me for the first time. Like I want people to to realize that that's my that's really my goal at the end of the day is to transcend to an audience greater than pro wrestling.
1: Awesome. All right. So you brought up merch how could we support you if we want if there are diehard fans that are listening to this now which i believe there will be a lot of diehard fans so just see your name and click on this video how could we support you with merch how could we support you by following the yeah. social media pages
0: yeah um so i have uh my own website it's uh www.toptalentbrand.com um, and i have all my merch on there so i have a uh, top talent season Uh, t-shirts i have icon living long sleeves i have uh top talent season hoodies i have quarantine season (laughs) t-shirt um and yeah so i got a bunch of stuff on there. um getting ready to drop some new stuff but i kind of want um i kind of want to get some of my current stuff out first i don't want to over uh overdo it i just kind of want people to just see what they like now and then eventually um, maybe towards winter time um move towards like maybe like joggers or something like that but yeah so i got my own website um it's you can find it on my if you go on my instagram uh, real top talent you can find it in my bio or you can just shoot me a message and i can direct you to that
1: awesome uh, how, how where can we follow you on all platforms of social media
0: yep uh like i said so on instagram i'm real top talent on uh twitter i'm kill the number four, Nova. Um, and those are the two big ones to catch me on. Uh, I'm not really using Facebook as much anymore. but um, And then, like I said, I have my website, which is www.toptalentbrand.com.
1: All right. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. See you guys next time.
0: Dude, thank you so much for having me, bro. I appreciate you. Of course, man.